Spoilers. Spoilers. Boom. Omega, Omega level. Omega level. level. Omega level. Hey, how's it going? It's your boy, Jersh Manhunter. Make sure you check out our social medias, Instagram, Omega underscore level underscore podcast, and at Facebook, Omega Level Podcast. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can find us at Omega Level Podcast. Man, that's a lot of podcasts, but here we go. Anchor, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, sure, that's a thing, and all of the other ones. Make sure you check out our YouTube channel, Omega Level Podcast. Thanks for listening. Hate, 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 hate. Yeah, so uh, if it's not apparent, that's going to be the prevailing theme throughout this episode. It's not a good one. Hold up. Somehow Steven is my height, but he has this, like, what is he doing around here? I'm cool. You got to be calm. So your boy Nick is back for this episode. Welcome back, Nick. We're talking about Dark Phoenix today. Mm. I had, like, honestly, I wasn't even going to do it. And Steven recommended He was like, dude, you should do the episode this week. Like, we spent, like, 45 minutes talking about the movie. And he was like... You're way more articulated on this, and you have way more investment. Like, X-Men's your thing. Yes, <laughs> X-Men is you. You should do it. Yeah. Plus, Josh was like, and Steven's not that good at it anyway. And we were all like, yeah, we agree. Verbatim. Straight up taken from me. Steven's trash. <laughs> I'm glad he's back. Welcome back, Nick. Welcome he's the back. worst. Today, we're going to talk about X-Men Dark Phoenix, mm-hmm. uh, the last Fox X-Men film. Woo. If New Mutants happens, like, that's still the same universe, but it's not like, you know what I mean? It's yeah, not it's not. Movie, it's not. You know? It's a standalone. It's like Mutant, Venom. Yeah, you know? it's a standalone horror movie at yeah. that, which is really weird for New Mutants. So they are going horror. Oh yeah, it's like yeah. full on horror. I mean, they the had trailer, to do like reshoots. Yeah, which really worries me. They did like a ton of reshoots for Dark Phoenix. Dude, I'll be and shocked if shouldn't. we see this movie. No, oh, I will be too, dude. I, mean, I think we will, and we'll see it on Hulu. You think so? I think it'll be like just released digitally. Okay. I don't think it's going to get because I was thinking this is going to be one of the last years that we see studio or fox mm-hmm. studios like at 20th century fox on right. the big screen mm-hmm. you know i mean seeing that on x-men it's like boom. that's crazy dude i've seen yeah. my whole life and while it's exactly and while it's minor i thought they missed a pretty big moment at the opening uh when they you know they did 20th century fox they emphasized the x for x-men mm-hmm. why on the next one where it says entertainment right why did they not highlight men i don't know i don't I mean, know i don't know could have been x Men, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it should be called X Women. So let's just oh, think about course, that for a minute. According to Raven, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> I somewhat, thought that line was forced line. I thought that line was funny, but it felt so forced considering that, like this, like okay, so not that this series has like put women down, mm-hmm. but this I wouldn't say the X Men has been like a prevailing like women's march movement. No, of movies. You know no. what I mean? Like, and it's cool they want to acknowledge that, exactly. but it's just like. I don't know, man. It felt out of place. Out of place. And it especially right after that they had two I agree men with it, quick, but it was forced. While Quicksilver did everything in there to say And Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler did everything. <laughs> yeah, and then right? the 30 seconds that Jean Grey did anything. Yeah. She did very important I mean, she part. literally saved all their lives. Yeah, so she saved all their lives, no doubt. But it was Nightcrawler putting them into those situations. Quicksilver saving everybody in that little place. So you're going to say, like, the women only did that? Like, that's just... Come on. It was come weird. It, it was weird. weird. It was weird. And obviously, you know, spoilers for the whole thing. If you ever... Watch the listen to us. Like every episode is titled with spoilers at the end of it, just so you know before you click on it. Like we're just full on spoilers Actually, all the time. We're gonna do this, and we're gonna put this at the beginning of the video. Okay. Ready? Here. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna clip that That's and put smooth. that in the beginning. Yeah. Smooth. Yeah. With this conversation, then it's gonna awkwardly cut to the next and part. Gonna, yeah. No, we're gonna keep the part where we acknowledge mm-hmm. us adding this. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's gonna be so deep. Meta. No, I'm definitely. This gonna, is meta. It's meta. Mm-hmm. I feel like oh, Abed. Oh, right meta now. level podcast. Cool, cool, cool. Oh, meta level. Oh, meta level. Oh, meta and level. Let's, let's talk about this for a second. So the X-Men movies bring in the reason that the word, the term Omega Level exists, mm-hmm. and that they never say it. Never and there was, a, there was at minimum two perfect parts for them to do it. <laughs> I'm watching the theaters, like we talked this before, like we were all thinking it, like, mm-hmm. oh, they're going to say it, I can't wait. Like, I can't wait to sound clip this and put this at the beginning Dude, of every episode 100%. of our show, and then they never did it. 
Yeah, Stephen and I in the mo- middle of the movie when they said it's off the charts, I looked. We looked at each other. Say it. Say oh it. Oh my god. They didn't say it. And they okay. didn't do it. it like it's coming. It's dropping this movie, right? <laughs> they have to say right? it. Right? It's dropping this <laughs> yeah, movie. They have to. Oh man. She's the reason. Strong opening. I like that they did a little bit of a uh, added space for about two seconds. Added space. Yeah. Well, that that they showed a little bit of an origin of like what happened to her parents. You know what I mean? I did like, like that. Where, I, I did guess, like that. I believe that was the first time her powers happened. No, it, it seemed like they knew about it. When like, Gene, are you doing this? True. Like they knew she could do stuff. True. I guess it's the first time that she like really lost control. Mm-hmm. Like the first time they were really heightened. And even not, and as it's revealed later, she didn't necessarily lose control. She made her mom fall asleep. Yeah, she made was, a bad decision. I thought it was cool. Yeah. I was like, oh wait, why? I was did like, she... yeah, why is she being blamed for I this? I was about to be mad. I was like, first off, you're driving. I know your kid's going through a lot, but as a driver, why would you turn full around? Because they show that first. Yeah. Time. I was like, oh my god, and then they wreck. But then when they show the scene, they show mm. that she was put to sleep, which made it way dark. Like, yeah. dang. Oh, snap. So this straight, was Gene's fault. Dad was straight up like, you killed her. My whole world died that day. Mm, that was rough, and dude. you with it. Mm-hmm. That, that was, was rough. That, that was, was rough. That was hard. Yeah. That was. That gosh. was. I didn't, I didn't enjoy that. Whew. You enjoyed that? Oh, like, I enjoyed that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. I loved watching those parents die. <laughs> no, I, I, Welcome back, man. I thought it was a good beat to put that in. Okay. Like, yeah, that it made, it made sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know, man. Overall, for this movie, I just want to get the overall out before we dive into the specifics. Overall, for this movie, like, as just a movie, right? And even as just an extra movie in this f- series, in this saga, right? As the, the, the capping movie, I thought it was, it was fine. It accomplished a lot of what it set out to do. The problem is, they shoehorned the Phoenix story onto it. Yep. The director himself even said he cut a lot of the Phoenix story arc out because he felt like there was a need to bring closure to certain characters and their arcs, which I agree with. Yes, yeah. You have to serve the story in these characters. Absolutely. You have to do it. Absolutely. But that's not what the Phoenix story is. This no, story not. does not allow for closure in itself in one movie. First off, it needs to be a trilogy. And it's like, they didn't learn the first time. You can't shoehorn this in to uh, cap off a series. Like, they didn't learn from that. If they had just been called, like, X-Men Omega Level or X-Men Anything, and they just, like, obviously, it was clear they borrowed elements from the Phoenix story to make this movie, I would have liked it way more. Yeah. It would have been, like, my second or third favorite X-Men one, even despite, like, the awful at times screenplay I felt that it had. Mm-hmm. But there was enough moments in it that made it really cool. But... To, as an adaptation of the X-Men arc, or uh, the Phoenix arc, it was fucking awful. Yeah, <laughs> awful. And they bring in these Dabari, make them a whole focal <laughs> like, point. Like, the, the I didn't Shiar like even in it. Yeah. But yeah. we bring the bar, like we bring an alien race in, and it's not the Shi'ar Empire. What? Is this, because they even mentioned it, the Dabari Empire. Is this that? Like, are they trying to make this? Uh, maybe. Like, this stupid, like. But the Dabari, looks like they're all dead, and there's only a few of them left, yes. right? And that's not the Shi'ar at all. Which they're like you, an empire. Which was also kind of a big complaint of mine of, like, they said, this is all we have left, given that they they see everybody there visibly. Mm-hmm. But they had more people at the end of the fight than when they had at the start. It seemed like they had the way fight. more attacking the train, too. Yeah, that's what <laughs> like, I'm saying. The when train she shows scene. up, there's like 11 people, but there's got like 30 of them attacking yeah, that train. Yeah, there's like 30 <laughs> of them. Like, okay, wait. They keep coming in the hole. You see it like six or seven times. It's like I'm shooting them off the train. Yeah. You see Storm yeah. blowing them off the train. Like a lot of them. And they're and they're inconsistently strong. Very. Like they'll have moments where, you know, where uh, they had Magneto dope moment. One of the dopest moments in there when he uses all the guns to shoot Bro. the main one. And just yes. So you have someone like that taking all that damage, but showing so much things. But then you have Nightcrawler easily break one of their necks. But she has part of the Phoenix too in her. Oh, which I thought was really dumb because they still had the other ones get beat up and yeah, hit and yeah, like yeah. knocked True. around. Because like, like, the man. one dude got shot by the normal people, mm-hmm. but then Nightcrawler can just break their neck with his tail. Yeah, like, you're right. I forgot. Yeah, well, I did, thought that was cool. He did just break someone's he neck. Snapped and like, its neck. They like, took it was all nothing. those gunfires, yeah. but somehow their neck is still tied into them being like inconsistently strong. That made no sense when it when it called for it. They were invulnerable. Exactly. But when they weren't, it was like, oh, that's cool. Death. Bad screenplay. Yep. Very bad. Absolutely. And bad directing choice, man. 
It's unfortunate. I was really hyped because this is Simon Kinberg's first time like directing an action movie, and he's okay. been like the guy overseeing him all. He's been like the executive producer, so it's like he's going to get this right. We're going to see this. This is going to be great. But he felt like a first time director. Yeah. Made a lot of, tell that. Yep. of choices that didn't make sense. Storm didn't. They didn't know how to use her anymore. It's like, why was she there, bro? Yeah. Storm is a goddess. She is like the the queen. If I'm remembering correctly, I could be wrong. So correct me. She's the queen of her land, right? And she's a goddess. She is Omega level without saying it. And she's zapping people with lightning, but then the dude with the hair, who is nobody, yeah, <laughs> she can't contend with that guy. Yeah. <laughs> but then about forty-five or thirty-five minutes later on the train, she's zapping all of these really much stronger creatures. Yeah, dude, easily, and they're all getting knocked off. Mm -hmm. It's like, wait, what? Okay. And then she's like, she's not even Storm, bro. She's not Aurora Monroe at all. Nope. She has one all. line of dialogue where like they're trying to go do something. I can't remember exactly what it was. I mean, Storm was like, I'm going, and they're like, no. And she's like, I, it's final. I said it, and like, oh, okay. And it's like, oh, hey, Aurora showed well, that up for was a the moment where. They finally had the realization that, because uh, Mystique, for most of the the little bit that she was in this, uh, was like finally going against Professor Xavier, turning into mm -hmm. the Mystique that we kind of know, you know? Yeah, the Kind of making that transition. Mystique, that she, she hasn't been for four movies for some reason. That she hasn't that been. She should have already been long by this point. By this point, she would have definitely been that Mystique. Uh, she finally is like, we're doing his bidding. We're not doing our dream. It's his dream. It's his vanity project. You know what I mean? I did like that they added that little cabot to it. Yes. That it was like... Almost a vanity thing for, for, for Professor I, Xavier. That was really cool. That's like a, a, a little twist I like. Yes. That was cool. I was like, oh shit, maybe, yeah. I was like, was for different. a second as a viewer, you're like, oh man, that's for, like, for the X-Men series I can that's see going her on side. on the screen. Yes, I could see her yeah. side and she's trying to get Beast. Mm -hmm. And Beast is the one that's like, no, you got to stay. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Which ultimately he blames himself because she he stopped her. Right. So when the trailer spoiled the death of Raven... Thanks. Uh, you know, the yeah. biggest star in the movie, Jennifer Lawrence, was <laughs> going to spoil just, that. Boom, <laughs> yeah, they show the boom, push away, and that's when she dies. I thought that was brutal. Can't believe they showed that. Like straight through the chest. I thought it was, was okay. Brutal how it happened, but I also didn't like it how it happened. It was lackluster. Because it was, it was very like what? lackluster. Like the whole time, it's so obvious. As she's like just starting to walk up to her, like in my head, I'm thinking she's going to walk up to her. They're gonna, she's going to keep trying to get closer and closer mm -hmm. and talk her down. She's going to touch her. Jane's going to freak out and kill her. Yep. Like I just saw it all coming. It was so obvious. Like why couldn't she have actually talked her down in that moment? Yeah, and Jean like, oh yeah, okay, and they start to walk away, and then she touches her, and Jean freaks out as they're walking towards everyone and accidentally kills her. Like, then it's what's matter more done. You wouldn't expect at that point now. And then and, yeah, except just, except for the lead up to that of her yeah. touching her, you knew immediately what was going to happen, dead. and then boom, they just killed her off like it was nothing. Especially after Jean literally just trashed all of them. Yes, trashed them, dude. Absolutely, trashed them. Uh, and Beast had a shot too. Can we talk about the coolest thing this movie did for a second? It's just that quick little shot of when the house blows up and she, or not blows up, but like the house gets is getting destroyed and she flies out the side. Oh man! Into the oh. air. I'm watching some theaters not happen. I went, oh, let's go. We're in for the we're in the Phoenix now, boys. <laughs> let's go. We're in the Phoenix. When she flies out sideways like that and everyone's standing there and she's just hovering in the air. That scene, as I watched the whole rest of the movie, it became like increasingly more apparent to me. Anyways, I thought as I'm watching and it's going like the entire fucking movie was built around that scene. <laughs> Everything was to like, get to that, that part, the and they blew it really early, yeah. and now they're like, we don't know where we're going, but let's just keep trucking, buddy. Just, let's just keep we're going. We're going to kill Raven in this moment, <laughs> yeah. and then we're just going to keep going, have some... Uh, we got to have Jean looking fucking dope, flying <laughs> out the side of this building, everyone surrounding her. She destroys everyone, Raven tries to talk around, and she kills Raven. Oh my God, is that the end? No, it's 10 minutes in. What happens next? I don't fucking know. <laughs> we'll figure it out as we go. Let's just keep going. It was like... What? And like, that would have felt way better as an ending climatic moment of like, she's gone. This is not Gene anymore. And uh, while you said off off uh, camera and off the podcast uh, that you didn't care for the stoic look that he had for most of the movie, no, for me that oozed power. I, I liked man. it, yeah. but it was just like all they asked her to do. 
Which was she, she couldn't do more. Man, with the, every I, breakdown, she did some. When, when Professor Xavier was in her head. Mm-hmm. Dude, Sophie Turner was amazing. Fresh. She was yeah. amazing in this movie. Yes. Best yes. performance yes. of the film, absolutely, easily, easily. I think one of the best performances of the whole X Men like saga. I think James McAvoy gave the second best performance in the movie. Oh, he always he, does. he always had he, he had the second strongest nails Xavier. He had the second most screen time in my. Yeah. I think Fastbender would have been the second best if he had more time. If he had more time, they absolutely. Barely, Magneto, no, he not much, dude. Fastbender is Magneto is kills him. Charles Xavier. I saw a picture online. Perfect. It's a picture of Fastbender. From this movie, which is based in '93, mm, yeah, I've, and then I've the first, it it's based in 2000, and it's him and Ian McKellen. It's like, man, what happened these seven years to <laughs> Magneto? Raven dying, <laughs> but then getting resurrected. If those are my, Eric fell on hard times for seven years. See, I cannot confirm this. I have not looked this up. I feel like those those three did not happen. Now, not just the third last stand. I don't think one and two happened. I don't we're in think a different timeline now. We're in a different timeline. So after, um, because continuity for this fucking show after Days of Future Past. The, it, when Wolverine's going back in time and stuff and he's trying to fix stuff, he alters the timeline mm-hmm. and it's now a different timeline. Okay. So Apocalypse and this are happening in alternate timelines. So yes, everything else now that we've, from the first X-Men all the way up to Days of Future Past is one timeline and then these two movies are a separate timeline now. Okay. So those wouldn't have happened. Okay. So, but still like, so in the regular timeline, Eric aged quicker? <laughs> Why is it 93 now and he's 40? But in 2000, that dude's like 70. <laughs> <laughs> what happens here? Time is a bitch. <laughs> yeah, apparently time is a bitch. Uh, time's to Magneto. A bitch. Eric can't handle the time. Uh, Quicksilver was underused, but still had Very. some of the coolest moments in the movie, like he did in He had Apocalypse two really dope and, moments. And Days of Future Past. The saving all the people was dope. And I like that they showcased Gene like, being able to see that. That Even was fresh. Even though it was so much time, like he's like, boom, and she immediately, yeah. and it fucked him up. Like, that he was out of commission like for most The entire the reason for him to be in this movie mm-hmm. was like, yeah, the spaceship thing. I don't think months. So you said that it's like, yeah, Nightcrawler's gonna come in there and get him, but he's not quick enough. Oh, he brings Quicksilver with him, so we oh. need Quicksilver from the beginning. That makes sense. And then we need Quicksilver to illustrate how powerful Gene is with the Phoenix Center. Because mm-hmm. we've done, we've spent the past several movies with like two or three movies with Quicksilver now having like the most Omega scene in every movie. You know, yes, like the yes. the penultimate awesome scene of him just doing crazy the, stuff, the mansion exploding, yeah, stuff yeah, like that, and then the lab and stuff in the next lab, one. Like lab, it's yep. it's been him like doing these amazing things. So we. We've illustrated how great and powerful he is, and now we can illustrate how powerful Jean is when she stops him in his tracks when time is, like, not moving. Yeah. Like, that's how powerful she is. It was a Superman flash moment. I can see that. In Justice League, when Superman's standing there flash running around and his eyes just follow him, that's what this felt reminiscent of. It was like, Simon Kimberg watched that, and he's like, Jean's doing that to Quicksilver. Well, because he's able to see faster. Exactly. And the Phoenix is just, <laughs> the Phoenix, it, ex- it exists outside of, like, time and reality, essentially. Mm-hmm. Like it's, and especially in this series, when they explain what the Phoenix is and how it was... Yet again, another thing that was around before the birth of time. Yeah. <laughs> when they said that, I started laughing in the theater because y'all were just talking about this like a week or two ago on yeah. the show. But how like there's always like 30 different things that have been around before the dawn of time. <laughs> and in this movie, like the Phoenix existed before well, time. <laughs> I was like, of course it did. Of course, of course it, it did. did. It all, course yeah, it did. why not? Why not? Uh, and for me, the movie really went downhill for a while as soon as Raven died. They had the Absolutely. whole melodramatic scenes. And, it's like, like you could tell they didn't know what they're doing. Beast being deeper while i don't agree with the whole i don't think they were lovers but i do think that there was a love attachment to where he would be that down and be that upset about losing somebody like him especially if he blamed himself if he blamed himself it's blue yeah Uh, (laughs) especially if he blamed himself like i could definitely see why he'll be so upset because he definitely blamed himself his first first instinct is i gotta kill gene because of this that's not beast Well, he approached the wrong person yeah it just doesn't make sense magneto and he was like yeah but he knows what eric is yeah. He knows what he is. Yeah. That's why he's going there. Yeah. Because he needs that push into to killing someone. Mm-hmm. He is seeking him out for that reason. That's not Beast, man. That's not. It's just so weird, dude. And then I still hate that this series has Nightcrawler and Mystique in it. And they're not mother and son. 
and they're old enough to be like she's not that much older than him no she's maybe seven years older than him like that's her that's her son bro i hate it <laughs> please <laughs> that's her son Jeez. god i hate that crap i know so irritates me man thank god marvel uh, has it thank Two goodness mcu got X, it baby uh, so a trilogy and then a series of four X-Men movies that had both of them in it and never once did they fucking mention they're related i oh, i hate that dude i'm just glad even though he still was not the nightcrawler i want to see they did better when he had that freak out i know yeah. you're not much of a fan of it's the, like, the reaction of what it's happened just because he didn't get a lot to do in the movie it irritates me i love nightcrawler too yeah like, it's one of my favorites since like he gets to teleport a bunch and he's really scared Man, but he's, his teleportation so dope. Dude, I've it, always it loved looks awesome. It. It I always love looks amazing. And I love it's so effect. instantaneous. I'm glad they mentioned mm-hmm. that. It's not like there's no delay. As long as he sees it, he no. can teleport. Yeah. Boom, yeah. Boom, he's like, I just have to see it. But he was straight up cutting that chicken. She didn't even. Re- that's one thing. That that's looked a, that's so dope when she was jumping was around dope, her. But yeah, it made but it was me like, mad because get out of here. how she treated everybody up until that point, the main Dabari, mm-hmm. how she treated everyone, she was just wrecking him, fucking him, throwing him against the wall, boom, very hurt for minor things. He goes around trying to cut her that many times, try to do this, this, and this, and she just softly pushes him. Well, we can't kill Nightcrawler right here. But he, didn't have Why? To, but he could have easily that just serves the story. Yeah, he she have, should have killed him right there. That would have been way more impactful. Been like, oh my god! Yes, stakes are real. We lost one person. I was really thinking they were going to kill Xavier. I thought they were killing Man, a they, lot of people when they made him. That was also the dopest, one of the top three scenes for this movie. Uh, was when Xavier finally got to her when she's sitting there, full Phoenix, looking down in the man- uh at the uh, the hotel that they went to. And he's talking to her, and she crushes the chair and makes him walk. Oh my god, dude, that was so dope. Yes. Oh my. god. Goodness, and then his yes. whole face is getting consumed. Like Boomy's like, remember, read my mind, read my mind. You know, uh, that was dope. And yeah, man, making him walk that, I was like, oh, God, I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Per- I didn't forget about that, but that wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, that, that, that was brutal. Woo! That whole scene was one of the best scenes in the movie. It had so many good moments in it. Like that was well, awesome. Her crushing weak, Magneto's man. thing yes. was but dope. While they were outside, was weak, man. The beast it I was thought stupid. wasn't choreographed right. Yeah, he's jumping and running and pushing like, people. Like it, it just didn't look that good. It sucked because it, these two Magneto lackeys that we've never met before that mean nothing to us are like duking it out with and contending with Xavier, Storm, uh, Nightcrawler, yeah? Uh, Nightcrawler was in and out. He was, remember, he was getting manipulated that's right. by he, both Xavier That's right, yeah. yeah. So that's how they took him out of play, yeah. So, yeah, they're can... She is manipulating him and Xavier at the same time is trying to battle her to stop her and she's like yeah, keeping up with him. You're telling me this random <laughs> some, is keeping up with the strongest sex she well, supposed not to counting be, Phoenix. Right, exactly, Not yeah. counting that. Strongest mind on the fucking Come planet on, right now? Are you serious? If it's not Jean Grey and it's not Emma Frost, you're not really, uh, and it's not uh, Cassandra Nova, you're not really messing with, uh, with not Xavier's that. mind. Like, I'm sorry, not in the X-Men universe. Anyway. Or now Xandra. Uh, or, or Xandra probably could, man. She, <laughs> I mean, she's, she's on She's probably level. too young to understand how to do <laughs> That's it. That's true. That's but true. power-wise, she could. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure, yeah. But yeah, it's like, man, come on now. This is Xavier, bro. We've been watching this dude for four of these movies now. Yes. We don't know who this is. And if we're supposed to, they did a bad job of dropping hints of who she's supposed Absolutely. to be. Absolutely. Not a single name. I, I don't know who she's supposed to be. I don't know who the hair guy's supposed to be. Yeah. If there's supposed to be inspirations of other characters, they didn't make and it an obvious Storm enough. Storm struggle with someone so, like, he can kind of parkour and he has hair cuts. Yeah, bro. And this is like, Storm. She's a mega, like, she is nearly she can a mega. fly level. and freeze things and, like, she control controls weather. weather. And she doesn't just control it. The comics have proven now that she creates and controls because she's been to planets they, that don't have weather and created weather there. Well, she kind of did. She turned snow out of nothing. Remember the icicles and stuff like that? Yeah, they but this planet it. has an yeah. eco weather system, okay. right? Yeah, she's been to planets that true. don't have weather and created weather. Damn. She's like Omega level. She controls an element of nature. She is that element of mm-hmm. nature. And this dude's whipping her with his hair. <laughs> What's happening? Like, he. So, yeah, they're battling. Xavier, they're battling fucking Storm, they're battling Cyclops, and they're battling uh, like Nightcrawler essentially with these two people in this moment. It's like, who the fuck are these two? And why are they beating up the X-Men? Yeah. And they had these, the, the Dabari take form and learn human language, but they still talked like they weren't fucking human. No, yeah. It was, it was so big. droll. So, Tom King okay, came in yeah, to write their dialogue. That's what happened. He came in to write their dialogue. Oh, man. It was so stilted and weird, dude. Yes. Like, oh, man. Was, like, I get it. They're alien. 
Why are they looking like human? It was a pretty dope scene when, Je- like when Jessica Chastain came walking back to her little dinner party yes, after she that. got turned. When she walked him, she's just looking at them, just confused and disgusted. And then turns their stomachs. And then turns their stomachs and kills them all. I was like, okay, that's pretty dope. Yeah. And the then you can barely see like, the okay. other ones walking out of the mm-hmm. shadows, and then it cuts. I was like, all right, man. Like, just at the beginning, you're setting stuff up so well. And then it just lags. Because it's like he had, a, they, he, either Simon Kinberg or Simon Kinberg and the writers had a couple ideas mm-hmm. to base big points in the movie around. And then when they, they just felt like they could fill the rest in, and it yeah. shows, because they did just fill it in. They filled it in kind of boringly and blandly a lot. Unfortunately. Yeah, yeah it's like they, they wanted to turn into a uh, teen soap opera a couple times with Cyclops I, and Jean Grey. That, I, why? Why is Scott Summers I, I there? Get what they're, is he doing? They're in love, Yeah, and they're together. That's awesome. They're supposed to be. He is her crutch. She is his crutch. They lean on each other. Mm-hmm. But he's just a lost puppy this whole movie. Absolutely. And there is, he has no personality. His personality is, no, Gene, don't. That's not a personality. And the moment that we're actually going to have a romantic and nice little tie-in is when she, you know, it feels like, I feel great when they... When right, yeah, when they're in the room. he thought he lost her. You yeah. Know, that's pretty dope. Mm-hmm. But it sucks because of what he wears in his eyes. You can't really get true emotion. You don't get emotion? Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's Cyclops. You, know, you never get them. You never do. He's the guy that are sunglasses on, you know? And I've never actually really liked the casting for Cyclops. I don't like Cyclops as a character, so I've never liked the casting because yeah, okay. I don't like the character. James yeah. Marston in the original trilogy is fine. Fine. But he was like, you're the leader. That was his personality. Yeah. And like, that's my problem with Cyclops. A lot. He is like. His beams are beast, man. He's a very Superman character to me. If he's. He, it's so easy for him to be written so blandly yes. and to be so boring. Absolutely. He can be written well and be really interesting and cool, but it's just, man, not a lot of writers tackle it well, and they didn't do it well in this movie. No, nope, they didn't they did do it. They didn't do it well in the X Men movies ever. Like, no offense to Ty Sheridan and James Marsden. I'm, I'm sure you guys did everything you could with the perform with the role. They, you were you were failed by the creators yes. of these movies. Absolutely. Like it's they don't know how to, they don't know how to use the character. They don't know what to do with Cyclops, like mm-hmm. you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, He's just the leader, and it's like and, okay. And you can tell with the. Uh, <laughs> the Dabari that they had a lower budget, they never showed them fully in their form. No. It was always in a shadow mm-hmm. because, like you said, they, they spent were all their money on the, they were little the moment tree when people. she flies out of the house and the <laughs> yeah. moment that she eliminates and at end, everybody she at the them. end. Yeah. Yes. They spent all their money on and that. I'm not going to lie. That was dope as hell. Uh, actually cheered out loud is uh, one of the only time I actually cheered out loud in the movie. Uh, while I liked certain elements, mm-hmm. it was when she was taking the power again, trying to like, she's like, here, take the power or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, pull yeah. And, then and pulls she pulls her, her back, back in. I was, I was like, like, let's go. Oh, I was like, that's what's, I was hoping that would happen. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. That was dope. But of course, they were like, well, you're going to kill, you're going to kill everybody else. Kill Scott. I was like, oh shit, if they do this, they, they take the I was hoping. It's awesome. I was, I was hoping. hoping. I was hoping they actually did kill some people. I was like, I was man, hoping, I was hoping Gene would die because it's the Phoenix saga. I was what it died. Didn't he die in Last Stand? Or am I just thinking? He dies in like the beginning of Last Stand. The first like few minutes. Okay, then who died when on the plane? Towards the end of the Last Stand. They kill everybody. They kill Xavier. Xavier? Okay. Last thing they kill several people. Yes, yeah. And in this one, you know, I still think it's kill one. asinine to think that this movie is worse than the Last Stand in Origins. It's so much better. Like I don't know how. Like I think this movie is better than the Last Stand, even with the extremely flawed screenplay this had. Yes. It has enough strong moments in the movie that, as just an X Men movie in this series, right? Mm-hmm. Not as an adaptation of the Phoenix story, and not as an adaptation of the comic X Men, as the X Men of these seven X Men movies we've gotten now, mm-hmm. not including like the Wolverines. Yeah, but First Class and all this. Stuff. Yes. I, I think it's easily better than Last Stand. I think it's better than Apocalypse, and I think it's better than the first class. I think it might even be better than the very first X Men. The only ones I think are better: X Men Two and X Men: Days of Future Past, which I think are like fantastic. Both of those. Days of Future Past is like for me untouxable. Movies. That's the that's best. Definitely X-Men my movie. favorite X Men. I yeah. actually am one of the few people that I know personally that likes Apocalypse. I, I like the movie of Apocalypse, three. but I think Phoenix is my number four. I liked Apocalypse. I just didn't like Apocalypse. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I liked the movie, but I didn't like what they did with the character. Mm-hmm. Like I get it's an adaptation, and I get that you like. Stepped on your own dick here when you're like, let's make Apocalypse. 
Yeah, they because you didn't know how to make apocalypse. They just didn't portray apocalypse well enough. Well, I think the other X Men, like I think Mystique, was done really well in that movie. Mm-hmm. Xavier, obviously. Jennifer Lawrence has always one. done a good job as Mystique. Mm-hmm. She just hasn't really been Mystique. No, but that's not how she's written. Exactly. They don't write her properly. They write they a lot of these X Men completely different than Mystique what they should be. was awesome as hell in the first original one, man. I liked her oh, a lot. Oh, as a character? I, yes, as yeah. a character, but it it's not the mystique like, that we know. It it's sucks not... that they didn't let her talk much, yes. and she just like you know she didn't do did anything. Awesome she was just movies. menacing. Dumbass toad. But she was more in line with the, what Mystique should be. Yes. The whole portrayal was mm-hmm. awesome. The walk, the movements, everything like was And Mystique awesome. wasn't always just a total, terrible, evil character, and no. that's what this new series is trying to illustrate, her early days, right? Mm-hmm. But in her early days, she also forms the Hellfire Club, and we never get that. Yeah, we never got that. Oh. I, know. I know. Okay, thanks. <laughs> they made so many decisions, I just didn't understand. I wouldn't even necessarily call them bad. I think they're bad. But they don't have to be bad decisions. They just don't understand why. Like, this is the approach that you wanted to put. This is the stamp that you wanted to put on the final thing that you're ever going to produce. Kevin Smith said it the best. And not about this movie. He said it about other things before. You had one time, one shot to do this. This is the movie you wanted to make and show the world. This is what you wanted to create, the thing you wanted to create and show the world. And that's what you decided to do? That's what you thought people were like? He said, well, he watched the Justice League, and he's like, and I'm not someone that shits on it. I liked it. He's like, but the whole time watching the movie, there's just so many moments where I'm like, this is what you thought was good? This is what you thought the fans would like? This moment? Really? This is what we chose to do? And like, he's making, that new, he's making a new movie, Jan Silent Bob uh, reboot. Yeah. And he said that like, that's really hit him when he's editing this movie. He's like, they haven't seen Jan Silent Bob in like 15 years, right? And people are going to sit down and watch it and be like, that's the joke you decided to put in here? That's the story beat you decided we wanted to see after 15 years. This is what you thought was good. And he's like, so it's been like helping him edit. He's been cutting so much. Yeah. Even stuff where he's like, he was so excited when he wrote it. And he's so excited to film it. And he gets in the edit room and he's like, it just doesn't serve the story. He's like, I could cut something I love. Like, I love this joke, but it doesn't work. You got to yeah. cut it. And he's like, and he's just, I don't know. I, I, th- I think maybe he said what if his heart attack is what, gold? his heart attack is what made him change. Like how oh, okay. he, he, he like kind of sees things or whatever, yeah. you know? But now he's like, yeah, like when he said that I'm on his podcast on, um, can't remember what the one. Oh, uh, Fat Man Beyond is the one I listen to. He has like sick podcasts. So I listen to that one. But he uh, he said that when like so many things where he's like watching, he has that or reading or whatever he's experiencing and taking someone's content. And that's like the mind state that he's in a lot of times. And I was like, that's what you decided to do. Mm-hmm. And I felt that so much during this movie as I'm watching. I'm like, this is the Phoenix Saga. That's the story beat you decided to happen. That's the line of dialogue you thought would be best in this moment. That's the scene you thought was best placed here. And like yeah. the whole time, I'm just like, you thought that was the best part. You thought that was the best option? And like, as expected, what were you it doing? rushed. Very rushed. It's the Phoenix Saga yeah. in one movie. Not even in half of a movie. Yeah. Because they still had to type all the other stuff and shoehorn it into this and shoehorn that into it. Like, it was just... You can't do Phoenix Disney put that pressure movie. on them, man. And the X-Men, the animated series, took 14 episodes to do the Phoenix story. 14 22-minute episodes. It took almost a full season to do it. You hear they're uh, going to bring back the animated I heard X-Men? that they're trying to do something. I would love it. But as I long want, as it's in the vein of Young Justice, I want the mature. original team back. Not even just the voice actors. I want the original content creators of it back. Oh, okay. I want the showrunner back, the artist back. I want all the original people. And I don't think it'll be like that. I hope they get some of them so it has the same feeling. Do you know if it's going to be on regular TV or is it going to be on It'll Netflix? be on Disney Plus for sure, I'm Disney, sure. Oh, Disney Plus. Duh. Yeah, they own them. We've seen a lot of people on Reddit after Darth Phoenix come out saying that they really, really hope they don't make X-Men movies and they make long-form Disney Plus TV shows out of X-Men, these premium shows. I read it at first, I was like, fuck that. And I was like, wait a minute, no. Because then people started making really good points of like so many X-Men stories take more than a movie. Some take more than a trilogy to be able to tell properly, like a full season of TV. Well, there's a lot of characters like, that's within true. the X-Men and they, exactly, that have so very expensive characters, expensive things. Mm-hmm. And there are still so many characters that we can, that Marvel and Disney has a chance to 
get us attached to even if we're not that familiar with them. Mm-hmm. Like they don't need to do the forefront people, especially with now X Men once again bombing having its worst opening weekend of any X Men movie ever. Oh, did it? Yes. That sucks. Yeah, it does. Word of mouth kills movies, dude. It does. That's another thing. That's why it's this bad. It's like, dude, this this should deserves to make more than like four of the X Men movies. I think so. But it's like granted the X Men movies don't have they're not that good. No. On an overall basis. There's a couple standouts and the rest yes. are just like they're all right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which sucks because that's my favorite thing, and like it took me a long time to like say that to really not realize because I knew it. I just I was in denial. Yeah, it was a long time yeah. to not be in denial of like, dude, you've been watching the MCU for ten years. Go ahead and admit to yourself these X Men movies are not that fucking good, and it sucks, man. Like X Two is it's amazing. Hard, yeah, Days of Future Past is amazing. There's no other ones that are amazing. Man, I really like, love. I know you really class. love Apocalypse, but would you class, say would still- you say they're amazing? I think first. You think they're nine out of ten? I think first classes. Okay. I mean, I can I can see the argument for first class. That's really loved. Yeah, I, and I, I did like it, but it's just has one of the best cameos too. Oh yeah, dude. Fuck, fuck off. I'm gonna <laughs> say the same thing that you said to me. By the way, this is the first one he wasn't in. I know. It breaks first my time because he he's retired. all up in Apocalypse. But he, motherfucker ain't yeah, in this. What? He retired after Logan. It's bullshit. He should have been in this. He should have because then he'd been in every one of them. I know. I know. Even just stock footage. Can we just like get him on the TV in the background? Just get him. He was in Deadpool too, guys. Yeah, come on, stock though, man. Footage, but he was stock in footage, it. but he was in there. And they mentioned him in the first one, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. He's mentioned in every one of them. They oh, probably yeah. talk about him in New Mutants. He's like, uh, uh, he's, he's down under. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I don't know. I don't know. Overall, I, I didn't hate the movie at all. I thought it was good. It's hard. It's so it weird. It's okay. I'm so conflicted. Yeah, it's like, no. I don't want to say it's okay because it's better than okay. But it's good. But man, I have such mad. It's because the peaks were it. awesome, but it had so many terrible, just written moments. Like that's this, like like you said, like what Kevin Smith, like this is what you wanted mm-hmm. us to see. Man, it's just that's perfect. That's the exact perfect thing. What I'm thinking. Like its peaks were its awesome. Its peaks were incredible, but man, it has some fucking bad lows in it, <laughs> and it lulls a lot. Yes, you're like okay, lulls a lot. Okay, I Ste- still give Steven it. Like, and it was like checking his phone like four or five times. And he told me he was really underwhelmed. I was like, I get it, man. It's the Phoenix Saga. Yeah, and this is what they did. This is supposed to be like I'm not gonna. I hate saying this. It's it's the end game. It's, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Not, it's, this is the biggest. X-Men story there is, right? And House of M, huge story. Apocalypse Saga, huge story. The Phoenix Saga, put X-Men on the fucking map. It made everyone be like, I have to read X-Men. They're amazing. Yeah, and then you butchered it the first time, so why do you just think that you would just approach <laughs> why this did they so even lazy? Do it? Why did you even do it? What? Yeah. It should have been, no, been something It should have been, been something else. It should have been something else. At this moment, this weekend, Dark, uh, New Mutants should have came out. Yeah. And that was the last that one. That should have been the last one. That like, should have been the last one. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, let Apocalypse be it. Okay, that's all. Like, that's our last little... For as cool as this movie was and as awesome things that it has, like, I almost feel like they shouldn't have fucking made it at all. Mm. It just shouldn't have happened. Yeah, I agree. And it sucks, because Sophie, Sophie man, Turner's great. Sophie deserved better. I really liked her. I really liked that. Sophie deserved she better. She oozed power. McAvoy and Fastman. Everyone deserved better. Yes. I'm not trying to downplay any other actors, but mm-hmm. Sophie was so good. Yes. So good, man. Like, I was like, you really like, I'm curious. And kind of worried about a lot of the Game of Thrones cast their careers after the show was over. Like, are they going to have good careers? Can they do other things? Like, Amelia they did Clark this show for so fine. long. So obviously, yeah, like they're actors, right? Mm-hmm, and they can act, mm-hmm, you know. But mm-hmm. there's so many TV actors that are just for some reason the transition doesn't happen for. For them. the main characters, I don't think Kit Harrington's going to have a career. I don't either, man. I don't and think so, so. I think if he branches out more to comedy, he might, man. Maybe he's got really good comedic timing. Yeah, he's already shown it. And his SNL was excellent. Yeah, the thing I he agree. did with Andy Samberg was excellent. Yes. The tennis thing, yes. it, was, it was on HBO. It was he's fucking great. Funny, go yeah. do that. Yes, he, and especially when he uses like the Liam Neeson stoicism and like seriousness inside the comedy, it works so well. Like mm-hmm. he plays it like, perfectly, dude. I agree. I think he would have a great career into that. Uh, like Macy Williams, she's Kenny clearly going to be in a spinoff. 
uh, of Game of Thrones, <laughs> so her career's she fine for now. She won't be. They said they're not making an Arya spinoff. It is not happening. Oh, that's stupid, All the spinoffs man. are pre-stuff. I know, but that's yeah. so stupid. Bro, it's like they gift-wrapped it the, the, for the themselves. perfect little story of like, here, now we have <laughs> Let's Arya. Let's go on an adventure. Like her, yeah. Pirate Arya. Let's go. Yeah, the, the killer of the Night King. Do you know how popular that would be? That would yeah. be. I think it would be another Game of Thrones phenomenon. Yeah, it, it would be that big. It was done well. If Ben Off and Wise didn't do it. We'd be fucks with it. Wow, dude. <laughs> We're not going into this stuff of the Game of Thrones. Is, yeah, but like, I was concerned about that, man. But even though Peter Dinklage would be fine, too. He's, oh, he's, getting, yeah, he's, he's getting a couple of casts. Yeah. That dude yeah. is a brilliant actor. Yeah. And obviously, like, uh, Lena Haiti's going to be fine. Yeah. She had a career before this. I think this Amelia shit. Clark will be fine. Amelia she's Clark's done movies in be between fine. that she's yeah. done really well. Yeah, some have well, done well, some okay. have done well, but she's like, too yeah, fucking talented. Yeah, she's good. She's not, she's there's no way she's not going to make it. And then, like, the older cast of people, like the guy that was Tywin and Charles Dance, he's fine. He's got no problem. He's good. That's He's good. Like just, so many of them are going to be okay, but it's like the younger cast I was kind of concerned about. But with this movie, man, like even though it's going to bomb, I was like, fuck, man, Sophie Turner's got it, dude. She's a really good actress. Did you hear about some I of the on-set more. issues? Apparently they re- oh. uh, rewrote the script oh, yeah, multiple times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they took her jewel away from her. Little vape thing? Apparently it was too much of a nuisance because she would be vaping all the time. Sophie Turner? Yes. And, <laughs> a, and apparently, I can't confirm this. I can't this live without my jewel. Apparently she cried and had a breakdown because they took it from her. Dude, nicotine addiction, bro. It's but a I was hoping that she's not like the diva, like that. right. You know what I mean? Like I don't know, man. I hope she's not. I, hope she's I not. have a vape addiction. I have a nicotine addiction. Yeah, but like I I'm not think. like we're making it through this, and I'm not like vaping mid thing. I've oh, had bro, times bro. where we you know cut off. Whatever. I gotta smoke right now. I mean, let's do it. Fuck it. We're we <laughs> sweating. I'm, I'm vaping right now. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. If you should be able to go the well. That's the problem with those jewels, though, man. They I, are those are not moderate, so like, fucking yes, powerful. Yes, and when you know what vaping, like it's so easy to stuff. All the time. Really all the time. Is. It really is. People at my work have them, man, and they're just all the time on them. And it just blows my mind that someone like her is actually vaping. I don't know. Dude, it's such a big thing now. Yep, like everyone is. does it. It's weird, dude. I it didn't think weird. it would catch on like it did. No. Nope. And it's because it, it's usually targeted the kind of the vaping lower class we did people. the expensive so, vaping yep. that hasn't really called on as big. That's true. It's the jewel and stuff like yeah, that. It's, it's uh, easily you can buy, you buy it one time and use it for a couple weeks or a month, and then you buy yeah, another one. Pumped with so much fucking shit. Ooh, dude, they, they have like a hundred, yeah, like hundred forty milligrams nicotine. and stuff. Like, dude. What? Dude? A cigarette has like twenty eight or something. They're the ones that are using that fucking uh, formaldehyde shit, dude. That's yeah. not the same one, like the glucose vegetable oil stuff like that. That's that's what we're you know. It's clearly still not healthy. I mean, stuff in your lungs is not good. We're not over here like saying vape or don't vape. Do what you want. Nicotine is bad for your body. Period. Yes. It's an addictive sim- chemical. It's terrible for you. But that's just so funny. The things that you see on these like don't smoke ads on commercials, they're targeting the jewels, which are targeting children, mm-hmm. which yeah. are the really bad ones that are yeah. fucking giving people popcorn lung people. Bro, do you know how like, many teenagers I see when I go anywhere outside vaping now? Yeah. With a little it's, jewels and little vape pens. Like 15, 16 years old. It's like, yeah. man, why? I see a person that doesn't smoke at all, never even talked about it. And, I see and now they're vaping. vaping. I'm like, man, don't do this. Like, wh- dude. Like, yeah. You, you don't smoke do cigarettes because smoke. you yeah. know it's bad and it smells bad. Just because it smells good doesn't mean it's good for yeah, you. Just it's terrible. Yeah, and why do you think you're so edgy right now? Do you, why what, you, do you think that the alcohol that tastes good is better for you? Yeah, like, well, too like, much is still bad for you. Well, this apple teeny tastes fine. <laughs> well, no, it's good. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. But yeah, it's crazy. I didn't know she vaped or whatever. And, yeah. and jewel of all and things broke, like the yeah. worst thing I know, to do. That's what I, was I was like, what the hell? <laughs> well, most addictive anyways, I would think. Yeah. Like, there's just so much nicotine in it. So much. Yeah, that's crazy. But yeah, I did hear about a lot of reshoots and stuff they did. Like, And they rewrote their script. Like A lot of it was taking space and face. Wow, what did I just say? What just happened? Uh, A lot of the original screenplay was going to take place in space. Like the story does, Mm -hmm. but it didn't suit the other characters. So they had to change it because the director felt like he needed to service them. Should have been his first inclination of, "Mm, shouldn't have the Phoenix story. Yeah. Probably or if you're going to do the Phoenix story, just do the Phoenix story. Let Jim <laughs> yeah. Gray be the main focal Be the Phoenix. Yeah. I also be had the a, focus the whole time. I had a fucking big issue with Magneto matching her power with the helicopter. That really pissed See, me off. I didn't off. think that he matched it. Because you saw the uh, how he's strenuous it, he was at, doing true, it. He was but he's at least stabilizing it and not allowing her to crush it. Yeah. 
Well, my food, my weirdest complaint with that scene is why are they getting into a helicopter that she can easily destroy? <laughs> just, just blow it up. You know what I mean? Like, just crush. You just watched her do it to one before. That's what I was saying. I was like, wait a minute. So that makes me think like Jean didn't want to. She in that moment didn't. She, she was like kind of trying to fight it. Yeah, she stopped the Phoenix for a second because she's like, I thought you were gonna help me, and he's like, Get the fuck out! I am helping you. Yes, yeah, this is get me helping. Me. Here, yeah. I'm protecting these people. You get out of here. That is a story beat I loved that they had uh, Genosha or Genosha. Um, I cannot remember how they're supposed to how it's supposed to be pronounced, but the island that Magneto. Has that's mm-hmm. a safe refuge for mutants. And see, I this one was fucking love that it was in there. Government. Right, yeah, but it's just cool that it was there. Yes, that they is. actually talk about and reference it, and it's in there. That's his a big thing in the comics, dope too. dude. Yes, you, you wonder Ooh. why they're there. I'm just like, <laughs> oh. I, as soon as I saw the grass and someone pulled something, I was like, <gasps> I knew really? instantly. Yeah, fucking I didn't instantly. know. I was like, like oh, oh, what weird ass. I was thinking, why is everyone jacked out of their mind? Right, because they're all mutants. Also, Gene, like when she comes and goes, they did it well. It's like, all right, I'm out. Dude, that was awesome. Yeah, there was no like playing around. I think like, no, it's like, oh, like super OP. Leave. She flies, and knows what she wants. One would say she's Omega level. Hmm. Dude, when she flies out of the house, it is so baller. Hmm. Just and it's just that slow mo where everyone's in front of her, and she's just in that moment. You're like, oh man, we're dead. We yep. shouldn't have come. Why are we doing this? Definitely should not have come here. I think uh, Beast with the gun felt pretty powerful for whatever fucking reason. Yeah. I think he'd have shot her and she'd have been like, excuse you. Do not realize that she has like a permanent force field around her at all times? Yeah, I don't think I know. Like, she doesn't even need to think about it. It's just there. And I hate how they made it seem, I don't know. Like, it's Sir Beast's character that Xavier had to stop him and like time freeze him. Like a Doctor Strange thing for some reason. So that he, he couldn't shoot her. Xavier and, can do that. And Raven could, uh, yeah, I know. Just When they did it, I was like, oh, time freeze. That's Doctor Strange. Save you though, bro. Uh, yeah, His pa- mind's so powerful. He paralyzed him, yeah. yeah. But I'm just my, I don't know, it's X-Men. My first thought was, oh, Doctor Strange, time freeze. Because he did the same thing in uh, went to Beast later when she was when he was on top fighting. Uh, I don't remember who he was cutting up at the time. Uh, do they? Oh, yeah, you're right. He, he like, looks up for a second over, and then boom, right. he gets kicked off. I think yeah, it was Storm, true, maybe. True, true. Yeah, he's... No, Storm or Nightcrawler or... He, maybe no, Cy- Nightcrow, no, I think it was Cyclops. Cyclops. I think it was Cyclops. Boom, blasted yeah. him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, whatever. But still, that was just my first thought. That the moment. deflection. It's wrong or whatever, but still. The window was pretty dope, too. Yes, it was. That was fresh. But yeah, that, that, that whole scene was cool, man. The fucking train scene was dope. Magneto in the train Gun, when he's like, man, no, and then, oh. yeah, and also when he buckles the whole train in and just sends it off. Oh, oh my like, God. They crushed him. I was like, Steven and I even got it. Magneto dope, bro. Magneto dope. I love him. We were both like, oh, my God. That was cool. And like her hovering the train, that was fucking fresh. And then the whole ending of it looked awesome Man. so well done like looks wise yes. effects wise of when she fights all of them dude just flying fucking around immediately fucking, dust woo! turning Literally into just fucking them, bro. dust just being Coriana for a minute it was so fucking so baller fresh, so fresh. y'all will know about that in a couple years uh, but she's not as OP mm. no I'm saying oh, Jean Grey has oh, I was about to say, the strongest thing in mm, any mm. any comic book doesn't touch Coriana that's all I'm gonna say <laughs> y'all will know soon it's fast soon enough it's, people are gonna hate me uh, but speaking of bad writing Wow. <laughs> Let's talk about your shitty book for a no, minute. No, I was gonna make a, I was gonna make a soft transition to Oh to Tom, Tom King. King. Oh then speaking of Well, let's take a, a hard break okay. before we transfer into, into Tom King's units and sponsors in a second. <laughs> but final thoughts real quick. Okay. Of like an actual final wrap up thought. Like if you like X Men, I don't know that you'll like it. Yeah. If you like X Men, I don't know that you'll like it. Like, you might like it because you like X-Men. You might hate it because you like X-Men. Yeah. Like, I've never been so conflicted. As a movie lover, it's I liked the movie. Yes. You know what I mean? But as an X-Men movie, man, it's not that good. It's not. But then, because, like, for moments, like I, I might have said earlier, and I hate to say the same thing, there are moments you, you, you forget it's a superhero movie until they use a power. Yeah, true. Like, oh, Very this true. is X-Men. Which yeah, I God. don't think should ever happen in the fucking superhero movie. No, it shouldn't. You should know immediately. You know it's what I mean? Because, like yes, we've had these characters for a few movies, mm-hmm. uh, but... Like, there are moments where you're like, okay, I'm not even watching a fucking 
like superhero yeah. movie, and while I'm not watching, watching X-Men, yeah, I'm watching a soap opera, you know? She has, quiet, blows everything up fucking around her, you know what I mean? Like, just, bitch, just stop. <laughs> <laughs> you quiet. <laughs> Gene, you're a beast, okay? We get it, but stop. There's some really awesome scenes, some of the best scenes ever put in X-Men movies. Yes. Like we said, the, the flying out of the, the house, the, the ending, the Xavier walking yeah, I mean, up the, the stairs. The whole train thing, the, the whole Xavier train going thing, up the like stairs. Some awesome, fucking awesome, awesome story beats, but they're just filled in with bullshit. Yes. Unfortunately. Yes. And they don't give many characters much to do. Mm-hmm. So like I don't know, man. It's hard, and I I would still give it a seven or eight because the strong parts are that strong. Mm, eight, yeah, probably a seven five. I think I'm sitting on just solid seven, probably seven five because the like strong parts are that I'll strong. I'll probably watch it again, but I, I probably don't know. will just to try to sort my feelings out more okay, about yeah. it mm-hmm. and thoughts out. But yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know what to tell you. If you love X Men, you might hate it. If you love X Men, you still might, you might like hate it. Man. It's really like if you're a big Gene fan, you should definitely watch it. Because that helped me. Because I'm a fucking huge Gene fan. Catch a matinee. Yeah, cheap sure. prices, under ten bucks. If you got AMC A list, go whenever. AMC A list, like it's worth the watch. Like that's by the way, that's no spawn. Uh, that's no sponsor. We're yeah. not sponsored by. We're not sponsoring anything. <laughs> we're not. Oh God, they're taking it's it. Thing. It's a thing that exists. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But this, uh, so to, before we segue into bad writing, <laughs> we should segue into good tattoos. Oh, show them in the booth. Omega Level is proudly sponsored by Ink or Dye Studios, a unique combination of a tattoo parlor and hair salon. Located at 270 North Dakota Street by Flanagan's, Ink or Dye Studios employs the best artists and stylists around. Boasting a friendly atmosphere, helpful, talented, and incredibly creative staff, Ink or Dye Studios is the only tattoo shop and hair salon you'll ever need. Stop in, call, or contact them through their social media accounts today to set up an appointment. So check out Ink or Dye Studios, especially if you're a <laughs> Cleveland area, Chattanooga area, Absolutely. Southern Tennessee local. Check them out. They're fucking amazing, dude. Max and Lalo are brilliant artists. Yes, sir. I cannot say enough good things about the two of those guys. Yes, sir. Um, well, I mean, I could. I, I just did. That's enough. Yep, that's enough. You're going yeah. overboard. <laughs> so let's, uh, if we have to, I guess let's uh, fucking talk about the end of Heroes in Crisis. So it's been a while since I've been on this show. Yeah. Funny that I came back I for this. I think the last one was your Heroes in Crisis, <laughs> wasn't was, it? <laughs> was that the last episode you were on? Probably. It's funny that uh, mm. I come back for the wrap-up of this and... Funny to me because I was the only one of the three of us that was like really digging this series. Mm-hmm. Like I know the first couple issues, you were like, "This could be cool," mm-hmm. and then it went pretty downhill pretty fast for you. Yeah. And for Stephen, like, it wasn't awful. But he didn't it just think was it was one great. of the weakest things that we were reading. At true, the time. true, true, true. Like, and eh. see, for me, like it had potential. It was, it was rough, man. I knew that it was going to a rough spot because it had potential to be so good. Yep. But that after six issues out of a nine issue series, I was still saying it's got the potential to be so great. It should have already realized it by now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're on issue 45, man. It's there. It's, 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 oh, it's got the potential. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> Anything else, bro. Like, if this wasn't nine issues, I'd have stopped. Yes. After like five, I'd have given up. Like, the fucking Wolverine Infinity War is only five issues, and after two, I was like, this is fucking garbage. We did two, and we're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah I never read it. Again. Well, actually, no, I, I read the third one, and then I told you, I was like, no, we're done. Just it's trash. Do it. yeah. This is stupid. But man, Heroes in Crisis had such fucking potential. I love the core of the idea. Mm-hmm. I fucking love it. I think it's so genius. It's such a great little twist. It's a good story to tell of like, dude, he must have fucked up, man. They're all the shit they go through and they have to endure. They got to have someone to talk to. Yeah. Just because they're these metahumans, these yeah. super beings that we like put on a pedestal doesn't mean that they don't have their own issues. You know, and that's awesome. That's mm-hmm. something that we don't see normally in comic books talking about like, oh, we have trauma too. Yeah, you should because you guys see a lot of shit. You like, think they yeah. probably have the most trauma. <laughs> I would say so. They're like stopping world ending events all the fucking time, you know? Like, yes. Fuck, dude. And the, all, almost all of them have these tragic, awful fucking backstories. More like, often than not. Yeah, dude. It's More just, often than not. They've had really shitty lives and they have to rise above and be the good person. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, yeah, that's rough, dude. It's fucking hard. 
Then they, you know, they had little team ups. They had, you know, Harley and Batwoman, and then you know, you got future. What, no, no, Bat- Batgirl. Batgirl, sorry, Batgirl. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> if Batwoman was in this, it'd have been a lot fucking different. <laughs> I think Bruce would have been dead the first time she saw him. <laughs> you guns. Yeah, it'd have been it'd have been way different. Wait, no. They couldn't have had Batwoman in this series. Yep. Uh, but you have sorry, Batgirl, Harley Quinn teaming mm-hmm. up, which is kept telling. That's a cool Bat- team up. Kept telling Harley, stop killing, don't kill people. <laughs> Don't That's kill not people. what we're doing here. We're not doing this. <laughs> uh, Blue Beetle and uh, Booster Gold, you know. Uh, Turned out way better than I thought it would, their team up. It was enjoyable. It was enjoyable. And I don't it like was enjoyable. Odd. Odd, uh, but that's their that's dynamic. The, that's the side thing. Like, they're going to be, like, the focus team of this, you know, not mm-hmm. the main three, not the, you know, Trinity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we have the reveal. <sighs> so leading into issue eight, Raw, issue seven sort of started to go a little downhill for me. Yep. And then issue eight... Uh, <laughs> the beginning of it starts off so oh, fucking well. Very well. Where so Tom well. King's writing shines. Dude, it, it did, bro. Mm-hmm. It really did. Mm-hmm. His writing shines, I think, tremendously in the uh, confessionals. Yes. Right? They're not all good. Not this one. Not this Well, period. Like, God. through all nine issues, some of the confessionals are fucking dumb. Yeah. Some are but just some funny. of them are amazing, yes. dude. Harley's was beautifully tragic. It was brutal. Batgirls was fucking brutal where she yes. doesn't say shit and she just stands up and shows you the bullet holes. That was fucking awful. Yeah. And then so many of the other characters that I just I don't know much about, like their confessions were just fucking hard, man. Like they're so good. So many of them are awesome. Then there's some even like, all, like yeah, not awesome. <laughs> then there's just some like the Robins that are fucking stupid. Dude, yeah, each one said the same, <laughs> same fucking thing. thing. Until what, Damien? Until Damien. Yeah. He's like, what they say about me. Yeah, I was like, oh, this is fucking oh, dumb. This guy's this guy. This guy's this Joker's or Robin's this Robin. What am I? And I was like, really? Did we, we have to? Yeah, did just we have to have to? the Robins in? Yeah. It was fucking stupid. Ah, it's so dumb. Some of them are dumb. Some of them are really fucking cool. And his mm-hmm. writing shines the most on that. And I think it shines the most because it's so contained. Yes. It's like you only get like a panel mm-hmm. like a, or like a page. To tell this. And sometimes they just get one panel each, you know, like, and sometimes they're really hard hitting. Sometimes they're trash. I agree. But it shines there. He doesn't <laughs> shine with dialogue. <laughs> not all the time, man. No. Not all not the time. All. And that's what, uh, in this one where it steps up in seven or uh, eight mm-hmm. is when it has Flash doing a monologue over a bunch of other scenes of all these other mm-hmm. heroes in crisis doing their thing, showing the things. And just like in issue five, I believe. Right. Yeah. When, when they the had the same thing where Superman was mm-hmm. doing that. that. Some of the dope. That Superman was dope, man. Awesome that Superman speech was fucking was awesome, dude. Fucking awesome. Great writing. Yes. Great yes. writing. But then when it comes to wrapping things up, <laughs> apparently that is not this man's uh, strong suit. This is not something that he's capable of doing. Definitely not with this story. Apparently not with this no, story. No, absolutely not. So we get the reveal that fucking Flash killed everyone. And Whoa. when it's first revealed, it's like, oh, shit, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Flash, like... Because during his monologue, he's going through everybody's confession. Yeah, like... Going faster he, than Batman's computer. Right, yeah. He saw everyone's confession. And it fucking... Like hurt man, it broke him. You know what he I mean? Said that, yep. And he's a, he. This is something I didn't know. Maybe I should know this. I don't think that we've known before this. That the Flash, at least the Wally West version, is like literally always on the verge of freaking out, of having a breakdown. But see, since but he was born with the power. That's what's the different. He's right? Like, yeah. He had the speed force yeah. from the jump, so he's always had control. There's exactly. So that, he's like, but yeah. he's always had control. And he's always had to maintain control, and he knows he's had to maintain control, or something really bad would mm-hmm. happen. And in this one moment. He experiences weakness. Not, maybe not even weakness. He experiences like just too much. It's just too much for him. And he he lets go. He loses control for a moment and explodes and fucking everyone dies. Everybody. And it's like, 
fuck, dude, that's rough. Yes. That's tragic, man. I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about that idea. Mm-hmm. It's like, my God, I wish I said this earlier. Because he lost his wife and his daughter. And his daughter. That's daughter, really yeah. what. And now he's all in that. this. And now he's like been brought back. Yes. To, and he's in this timeline now where he's everyone's hope. In this reality, in this version, he's mm-hmm. everybody's hope. It's Wally. Wally's back. Wally's he's, back. He's the good one, you know. Yeah. Like he's the crutch for everybody. But Wally inside is this broken, tormented person. And it's like, man, that's brutal. And I wish right then I'd have just fucking closed it and been like, what a great ending. <laughs> like, it's that was dark. Awesome. I love it. But then I turned the page. I made that mistake. See, and then the mm-hmm. issue continues on and Wally fucking runs around through time and displaces everybody and makes Harley and Booster believe that what they, that they saw the other one kill other people in their confessional area, and then he put them outside before they knew what was happening mm-hmm. in front of each other and tried to frame them. The Flash yeah. tried to frame them for murder that he did. And was able to mess with forensic science so much that Batman, Batman could not even tell. See, while I thought that was actually not a bad thing because of how methodically thought out it was for Flash doing every single little thing to make sure that nobody could tell what happened here. Right. But then him just doing this whole conspiracy, the puddlers, like, I was actually hoping for a big payoff of, like, yeah, but there okay, now one. there's nothing. There yeah, is no. It was, they immediately it, took it was that, a red they grabbed the Flash. and pulled it right out. Yeah, it was a red herring from Flash. Straight up. It was just to throw people off. Exactly. It was like, exactly. the fact that it was Flash that did it doesn't bother me. Nope. Like, that beat's actually kind of cool. It's mm-hmm. not who you expect. Mm-hmm. It's like, and it's Wally of all people, the hope. You know yes. what I mean? Like, that's brutal. But then they just go ultra comic book with it yeah. where he's running back through time and doing all this shit and gets and to like, himself oh, yeah and gets to himself i was like oh my god like every page i turned it got dumber and uh, dumber and i was like no tom stop it was so good oh man it was fucking awful dude yeah and that awful. was the, the final page of the eighth issue was him seeing himself mm-hmm. like face to face so you know one of them's about to kill the other one yes because we already know flash is dead mm-hmm. right and then we made the mistake of reading the ninth one. Because <laughs> we kind of had to. Yeah, like, there's point, one left. It's shit now, but well now I got to know what happens. Yeah, we might as well wrap I it up. I fucking got to know. God. Dude, it's so fucking... And the ni- dude, and it does not get better. It no, just it gets worse not. every fucking page in the ninth one. The ninth one is total garbage. Because they finally bring that team of, you know, Booster Gold, Blue Beetle, Harley Quinn, mm-hmm. and Batgirl to that moment at that time that he went back in time. So both Flash, they're confused. They're like, what the hell is going yeah, on? What the fuck? Yeah, because Blue Booster was able to get... With his future technology to where they could travel there. They had to go to the 22nd century. It was so fucking dumb. And he, yeah, right? Our 25th, 25th 25th century. century. And he even says, it's about to get dumb. And it's going to get a lot dumber. A lot stupider. A lot stupider. It was Tom King acknowledging, yo, I don't know what the fuck to do here. (laughs) Straight up. (laughs) This is about to make no sense. And it's going to be really dumb and and stupid. And it's going to be even stupider. Yes. Why? What is wrong with you? Oh, we forgot to mention too. uh, He brings Poison Ivy back. I thought that was a dope beat. I thought that was cool because it was actually the hinted flower at down. earlier. The flower down. Right, yeah. Like issue five or, or six. Something. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. He put the flower down. Actually, it might have been before that. And he used the speed force to create life, which I think there's a basis for him doing stuff like mm-hmm. that before, right? So it's not like just, oh, I can do that. Yeah, Flash can do that. Like, if I mean, speed force is ultra powerful. Speed force is no Yeah, joke. it's fucking unreal, dude. Mm-hmm. So he uses it and he creates, like, reincarnate Ivy, I guess. Yes. And she's, like, fully... I don't know if she's fully plant now or if she's, like, a sentient plant, like, swamp thing, I guess. I, I don't fucking know. Her dialogue was stilted at times in the ninth one. Like she had moments where she spoke to Harley and it was old school Ivy. Mm-hmm. Recognizing Harley, and there are other moments where she said really fucking weird things, and didn't because sound like she's a human. something new. Exactly, yeah. You know, she's something greater than what she was before, and yeah. that was sweet that they got them embracing. And they I, had they were all cutesy and stuff. They were all cutesy, and literally after Harley hugs her, right? True, yeah. After Harley embraces and hugs her, and like they tell her they love each other, 
every panel you see them for the rest of the issue, they're hugging. Yeah, Harley's like hanging the all whole over time. The whole time. I fuck, for, as a Harley and Ivy fan and a huge fan of that relationship and couple, I fucking love that. Yep. But, but that's was, the only thing. It was still <laughs> that was... like, this term is not necessarily correct, but it is this. It was still the DC cock teasing. You know what yes. I mean? Like, I don't want them to be together because it's fucking hot. It's because it's good for the characters and yep. it makes sense, right? But it was still like, them fucking, I don't know, man. It was still them going like, oh, here, oh, nope, here it is. Oh, nope, nope. Oh, that's, here it is. Oh, that's nope, the oh, most nope. they'll give us at this moment. It's so annoying. Apparently. The most we've ever gotten is a fucking tweet from one of the fucking writers of a Harley series saying, yes, Harley and Ivy are in a non-platonic relationship. They're in an open relationship together. They are girlfriends. It's the most we've ever gotten. But it kind of doesn't matter what you say until you fucking show us. And until you actually action. We had an alternate words. timeline where they were together and kissed. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't but the real timeline. timeline. Exactly. We also had an alternate timeline in Old Woman Harley mm-hmm. where it's in the future now and it's very tank girlish and there's a passing line of dialogue that says that her and Ivy were married for a long time okay. and then Ivy died. So we're like, yeah, we get these alternate timelines where they can be together and that's all well and good, but we can't get a concise, true acknowledgement. Yeah. Like, it's so fucking annoying. Just do what a fucking don't, dude. It's, it's not hard. It's do not it hard. or don't do it. Like, Ivy, the character, doesn't need a relationship. Absolutely. But the way they've turned Harley... Now, especially with Ivy, it's like they feed so well off that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I no, know. I agree. Do it a fucking don't. It's so annoying. But that's beside the point. But that beat was cool. Him resurrecting Ivy. Yep, that was absolutely dope, man. Awesome. That was, I was really like, dope. sweet. Poison Ivy's in this. And oh, her yeah. been like recreated as like a yes. more in tune with nature now. Suits so her character so much yep, better. Which obviously so with how Justice League Dark went, I don't know what's wrapping up. Yeah, I don't know, man. Stephen might be real yeah, upset. Like, yeah, she might be. I hope that she's going to be the leader hope, of the green. But. I hope that Swamp Thing remains that, but Ivy can get brought into that. Yes. Because she's more in tune now. Because I know they always had a thing because she was like, you know, she was destructive. Swamp Thing was not. Right, yeah. Who doesn't want to see an Ivy Swamp Thing team up with Ivy like she is now? Who the fuck is stopping that? That's what I'm saying. What if she was the disciple of Swamp Thing? Exactly. That's you know, so boom, dope, bro. She's the like second in command. And like, she's like his like sidekick now yeah. almost. You know, like, not like sidekick, but she's his partner. She, exactly. I mean, that would boom, be fucking run together, dope, yeah. dude. Yeah. That'd be so cool. There's nothing wrong with that. I, I love that love series. That. Absolutely. That'd be awesome, dude. Read the hell out of that. Dude, hell yeah, I would. That would make Steven like Ivy. But then we have, God, they just, how they wrap this up to have this oh whole moment. Because the, the future tech was to, they were going to create another Flash yeah. to fake the death of the Flash that died because Flash killed Flash. Yeah. And I said that that way because that's how fucking dumb, <laughs> that's how fucking dumb this is. <laughs> that's literally how Blue Beetle like was explaining this, yeah. or how uh, uh, Booster. Booster was explaining this. So when we get this wrap up of this fucking shit, <laughs> they this have these things. Shit. Well, they get caught, but apparently the they had the moment of they they brought the other Flash. So I didn't have this realization till afterwards. So the Flash that we see getting put in prison mm-hmm. is the clone Flash. Are we sure? There's no confirmation of that in any of this issue. Hmm. But why would they talk about doing this thing to save his face if nobody actually died? Because they went back to that time before because he killed Tom anybody. King didn't know what he was doing. But even if it is the clone, it's still dumb. Very. Maybe it's less dumb because you're <laughs> not gonna, how are you going to capture the Flash? How are you going to fucking... Well, he, gave, he turned himself in. He knew he had to. He knew he had to. He knew to. he had to. But he's got to face But to tennis. me, that's the clone one. And then he's going to try to somehow get away with this and do not. another Flashpoint Paradox bullshit one. and change history if once it's not, again. If it's not the real Flash, it's fucking dumb. I agree. It's fucking dumb. That's I so agree, dumb. But it's still such a letdown. Like, oh, it's a big letdown. he reveals himself, or he gets, I guess, gets caught in the act of trying to save himself. Exactly. Got somebody else coming in trying to set up a different plan that will stop him from killing that Flash. Yeah, and then when they show up, it's like, oh shit, Flash is here. Wait, both Flashes are here. Wait, yeah. what? Wait, what? What's going on? More shit, adding more <laughs> timeline issues. Uh, continuity, once again, just thrown out the window. No, yeah. But then he, re- but the reveal of the puddlers, I want, God. It's the, Flash, and then it turns himself in. That could have been something cool. That's so lame. But like, uh, it's just inconsequential. The puzzles mm-hmm. don't fucking matter. Mm-hmm. It's just Flash doing it because he wants the world to know. He feels like the world need needed to know that heroes have issues. Yes, right. And that's that's all fine and well. 
but we have all these folk. We have all these focuses on these. All these people have a crisis, and then it's just him turning himself in at the end of the fucking yeah. show. And then, Are like, I, I guess the upbeat of it is like the bright side is that like sanctuary continues on, right? Because all the the confessions we've seen in the ninth issue are happening after. Flash oh, they were taken, post. Yeah, they're post. Oh. so like all these. So it's like the light in the tunnel is that sanctuary is now an established thing that heroes know they can come to. Okay. Why the fuck are they still coming? Flash just killed everybody there. I don't think it's a pretty safe place. You would think so. Flash. Not like someone random broke in. Flash of the fucking Justice League and Wally of yeah. all Flashes just yeah. killed everybody. Yeah. That's fine. Let's just go back. Let's just go back. We're safe. Batman's there. That made no fucking... Yeah, Batman Superman's there. there. You know, no, we got Wonder Woman. That Let's... shit was dumb. <laughs> that was a dumb story beat. Like, it's cool that Sanctuary is going to exist. Like, this entire yes. series was to create Sanctuary, to remake Harley, mm-hmm. and to change Wally. Yes. Thanks. But did they really even change Wally? No, they didn't. Like now he's, he's gonna go on a little. Never he's gonna go on a little arc for however long, maybe a year, where he's gonna have to he's probably have a new Wally series where he's gonna do all this his shit and he's got to refine his way and come back to being good Wally. Do we need it? Do we need that Wally story? I don't think we do. With given what we have been presented, if they do continue with that, I actually think if it has some viable writers, that that could actually be interesting. It, saying, Having yeah. a Flash just doubting himself the it entire time. It could be a that's great what this story. Was beating to, but it didn't hit those marks. No, because I think it's setting up for that, like a, a different because series. Because this whole thing didn't even set up Wally having these issues until the last three Fuck, issues. Yeah, and then dude. They kind of just shoehorned it into eight and nine. Yeah, and well, seven like plants tiny seeds. Yes, and then they go full force, and then, then they go nine. full force. They needed so. What much was the point of even having a fucking narc solo, like basically first half yeah, of an issue? It was fucking stuff filler. Like that. It's like, clear now. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. It was good filler, but it was filler. It didn't filler. make sense in the like. It yes. didn't matter in the end. It did not. It was just to illustrate like and it was filler, bro. It was fucking filler. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's no excuse. What a letdown. Very much so, man. This series could have been so fucking good. Yep. And it ends up being one of the most disappointing series I've ever read. Mm-hmm. One of the worst, if not the worst, twists I've ever read in the comic. And we're talking about comics. Thank goodness we, we're reading Justice League Odyssey. Yeah. Thank right, God, dude. Thank God we're reading all these other really good fucking <laughs> know, series, dude. No, man. I, There's not another series we're reading right now that I feel is bad. Like, no, this is bad. Not bad. Like, I know no. you guys are, like, underwhelmed by Mr. and Mrs. X, but it's not a bad series. No, it's not a bad series. I love it, but I love the characters. So, like, yeah. I was already predispositioned to be like, this is good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I can be objective. It's not the best thing in the world. Like, the Mojo stuff is kind of stupid, mm-hmm. but I just love seeing Rogue and Gambit. Like, yeah, I mean, that my favorite character. first half was dope, dude. Dude, the Xander shit was fucking baller. Why awesome. wasn't that continued? <laughs> Why wasn't this just the whole series Why didn't so it become far? Mr. and Mrs. X with Xander? I, mean, I like the last issue a good bit. <clears throat> yeah. It seems, it's gonna, it seems like it's wrapping up, though. It sucks. Yeah. It's just a fucking maxi. Mm-hmm. Oh, dang it. And mm-hmm. it makes sense because they're about to do a big X Men event. So yeah, they're wrapping everything up. Oh, fucking makes blows. Sense. That makes yeah. sense. It's like, we gotta find some, we got to find some new ones, though. Because Mr. Max is gonna have one issue left. This is. Heroes in Crisis is fucking. Heroes in Crisis is over. Justice League Odyssey might just be a 12 know. issue. Yeah, we We're on, what yet. are we on right now? Nine? Guardians. Eight? Is, we just did eight. It's most likely gonna be short. Guardians is gonna be a maxi. Donnie, it seems Donnie like, doesn't yeah. do much. Yeah, yeah Donnie doesn't do um, long, long form. Yeah. He comes in, like, he'll, like he came into Strange and wrote a series, like an, a story arc in Strange and then left and it continued, but he's not the writer yeah. anymore. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. so, like when he does his own projects, he doesn't do long form. Thanos wins his long form. It was like 24 issues. Oh, damn. It was like a two year fucking story. Justice League Odyssey gets that. Or, you know, Guardians gets that long, but I don't think so because Silver Silver Black's coming out soon. That's very true. So well, this is right. probably going to wrap up in 12. Because we're on, wait, what are we on right now for Guardians? We're on like six or seven? We just read f- four. Oh, shit, it may only go on six then. Man, shut up. Don't Fuck, say that. Don't sucks, say that. Dude. No. It sucks. Shut up. I know. I don't want it, man. So, yeah, so Silver We got to know what happened to Groot or uh, Rocket. I know, right? Silver Surfer Black is definitely going to be one we're going to be picking up when that comes mm-hmm. out. It comes out soon, too. Soon. I'm excited. Very soon. I'm excited. I'm so- There's not a lot of, you don't get I'm a not, lot of talk recently of, of Silver, Silver Surfer. Surfer. So. I'm not a huge Silver Surfer fan. The character is mm-hmm. a Superman problem for me. He can be so bland. 
Mm-hmm. When, you're, when you're written wrong? When you're a cosmic entity. But it's man. Donny Cates, bro. <laughs> and it's Donny Cates doing cosmic stuff. Yeah. And that's his forte. Mm-hmm. His will forte. I'm all about it. Mm-hmm. I'm there for that shit. I think that's going to be dope. I think so, too. Very excited. Very excited. And then, yeah, JLO might be wrapping up soon. We don't know how long Dark's going to go. Same thing with Martian Manhunter. Martian Manhunter, I, I would be shocked if that's more than a maxi. Nice. I hope it's an ongoing. I hope it's, it's ongoing. How it's is the Martian not getting not an ongoing? ongoing? He's that's a fucking member of the Justice League. Love. He is so fucking powerful Dude, and such and an so integral under, part and so of the Justice League. That, yeah, only Justice League Unlimited did him pretty solid. I mean, it's. I mean, it's. He did pretty fucking awesome that show. It's weird to say this. Public, I mean, it's like it's so hard to write and utilize over a long period of time a character that powerful. But they find ways to do it with fucking Superman. We can find ways to do it with Martian. Yeah. Come on now, bro. I mean, if you can write four thousand stories about Batman, I don't know how the fuck you can't, can't write, write about the Martian Manhunter who's I not mean, from this planet and has a set lore. Exactly that you could deeply I'm sorry, explore. I'm not even trying to shit on Batman people, but he has had he has the same backstory. He's a billionaire that's super smart and knows every martial arts. And he's conflicted. But he still has so many fucking character. different stories. Like yeah. You're telling me that somebody can't get with more Martian? enriched background? Like, even Superman has a more enriched background <laughs> than fucking Batman. Right, yeah. Like we Wonder can, Woman. We, you Way can't more interesting out. backstory than Batman. Very true. And now that they've changed stuff, too, molded herself mm-hmm. kind of thing. No, she actually, that, like, yeah. they again, she's actually the daughter of Zeus now. Okay, they brought it back to yeah, that. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're, yeah. Finally, like, they need to. That's like, fine. I, it doesn't I like suit Wonder a, Woman not to be. Yeah, I like her being a She's got to be otherworldly. Yes, yeah. of course. She's got to be otherworldly. She's too powerful. If she contends with Superman, While the Amazons are technically otherworldly, exactly. they, they live still on need, she needs to have some sort of defining factor that makes her better. Exactly. Because she's part of Zeus. Because she's the son of a god. A Greek god. Yeah, son of a Greek god. While Zeus did bang a lot of people. <laughs> Maybe she's not special in that well, right. Well, Zeus, old Papa Zeus was getting around. Well, Papa he, Zeus he was having was his fun, around. having his fun. Oh uh, yeah, if she, like I said, if she contends with Superman, there's got to be something to her. It's got to be something. She can't just be like really strong. She's got to be a witching dim- hour though. Got to be a demigod. Oh my god, cool. dude. Woo! I, I wish Superman just could have been around for the witching hour, god. just for any one of them to be like, sit down, puny piece of shit, and god. just level him because Man. he could not contend. No. With fucking uh, what is her fucking name? Seriously. No. Oh, the uh, main chick? The evil one, uh, yeah. The, the three. Oh my god, we just read it. Yeah. Uh, he- uh, Hecate. 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 He cannot contend with Hecate. No. He cannot contend with the Upside Down Man. No. Not happening. No. He cannot contend with Cersei, especially how she not, is not now. Not now. Not with, not the, with the power of Hecate. Power of Hecate. Yeah. She has full power. Not happening. Full power. He wouldn't have touched well, Wonder no, Woman she when has, she was possessed. She has, uh, she has five. She has part of it. She, has she already had fifths. one part. There's five parts, right? Yes. So she's four fifths. Because Wonder Woman still has that. Wonder Woman still has that. They didn't say. I don't know how many parts Cersei has. She already had one All part. of them are gone. True, but they might be gone. So she uh, might now, because she's the only one left, what contends now? She, she at least has over half the power. I would think so. I would say she's, that. Plus whatever power she already has. It was very has. clear at the end of the arc that Cersei is more powerful than she was coming into yes, it. And she was absolutely. already one-fifth of Hecate. Yeah. So she's going to be super powerful. And now. she's already powerful at that moment because they came to her land and yeah. were like, you I'm come like, to mine as I destroy you? They're like, we don't know how to beat this thing, this magic. Where do we go? Well, we go to Cersei because who else do we go to? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the magic person Which here. we'll be picking back up on uh, Justice League Dark. Yep. Soon. I would say probably... Yeah, maybe the next episode. Speaking of the next episode, uh, we are taking a one-week break, so next week there will not be an episode. There's some technical things we got to get in line, mm-hmm. and we're going to do that, but we will be back after that, and I think we'll be back with, I think, Toy Story 4 will be the, the movie no, after that. I'm not that, sure. That, that might be two episodes after. That probably two episodes, two episodes after. after. So I'm not sure what we come back for. Uh, I don't know if this is a theatrical thing we're coming back for or not. Might, not sure. We'll have to pick something. Let us know if you want. Yeah, if there's anything that yeah. you want us to Coming do on our social next, medias, like, yep. coming on this, let us know what you... Fucking any movie you want us to cover or whatever. Mm-hmm. And anything new that's out. Um, like you have. Trying to drag Steven to see what we could do Aladdin. Trying to drag him for that. But he's not very enthused to watch that movie. I don't think it is. Yeah. And now we're a little late on the train. Yeah, it's been a couple weeks. Still selling. Well, I still want to see it. It's still doing well. Bro. Yeah. When I went to go see four, Dark Phoenix. Number four in the, yeah. of the year so far. 
grossing. When I went to see Dark Phoenix on Saturday with Sean, we went at fucking 115. Mm-hmm. That theater, the parking lot was three-fourths full. Wow. When I walked in there, I was like, fuck, man, Dark Phoenix. Everyone's going to be here for that movie. It just came out. And I was like, oh, yeah, Life of Pets is out there here for that. So I went to grab my tickets. So I was like, oh, I was like, oh. Dude, Secret Life of Pets like, 2 did outdid Dark Phoenix. I'm sure. It's a kid's movie. Like, those movies are big. I asked the dude, and the first one was what, made a lot of money. It was good, too. Say, but they're like, oh, you compare the kids. I've heard that. Kids to action movie. It's a if, family movie. It's a family movie. Those are hit well. Dark Phoenix ain't really a family movie. True, but like Captain Marvel, they, you know. It's Marvel, though, man. It's a I know, animal, though. I know. It's a but anyways, yeah, it's a different animal. I asked the dude at the register. I was like, so, or the, the ticket guy, the attendant. I was like, fucking, um, or uh, how many people are here for Dark Phoenix? Is it pretty full? He goes, no, no. I was like, oh, shit. And he goes, actually, a lot of the people are here for a lot. I was like, really? He goes, yeah, it's like, it's pretty consistent, man. A lot of people see it every weekend. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, that's dope. He's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, have you seen it? And I was like, no. Nah. He's like, oh, I thought it was pretty good. And I was like, oh, cool. I was like, I'm yeah, gonna, I've noticed I was like, a lot of people that when they super hate, they're like, okay, Will Smith did good. That's honestly the what best I've you heard could do from, after one of the best fan, voice acting performances. From fan yeah. wise, is like Will Smith makes it his own. And he does good. It's a good tribute to Robin. Yeah. He's not trying to be better, and he's not trying to be the same genie. It's a good tribute, yes. which is what I wanted to hear. Absolutely. It's like I love Will Smith, but come on, bro. Robin Williams was born to be the genie. And I've heard good things about directing. Obviously, God, it's God. rich boy. It's God, Richie, man. As, as far as I know, and in my opinion, the guy's only had one misstep in his career, and it was fucking swept away. Which he made with his wife Madonna at the time. And it was a vanity project for Madonna. I was about to say, it was, not yeah, a very yeah, good fucking it's movie. It, yeah. But. You like Guy Ritchie, be Guy Ritchie, Guy Ritchie, which he's not being in a lot. Not, it's a Disney production. Like he's not gonna be able to be full Guy Ritchie. Yeah, it's not. But when you want to be full Guy it, Ritchie, but they know that his style with his cuts, exactly. and his quick cuts, right, yeah, man. Oh, a, man. I think it's great. His, his stylistic approach is just his I mean, style is amazing. My third favorite director of all time. When so. you give the guy his own thing and let him do what he can do, you you get end up getting stuff like Snatch, mm-hmm. Rock and Roll, Lock, Sock, and Two Smoking Barrels. He's fucking the Sherlock's movies, dude. man. The Sherlock's were both really good too. I still need to see the Man from Uncle. Pretty mad at myself for not seeing. Did he direct that? He directed that. Oh, that's confirmed. I'm watching now. And I've been wanting to see it. Yeah, I love Cabell too. I've been wanting to see it. Yeah, he directed, directed that. Yep. Fuck, I, have I was to watch mad that. at myself for not catching it. And there's no I've heard way it's I can really walk. good. Like, yeah, I've, heard, I've only I've heard, heard good things. things. Like just surprising things. Like oh wow, this is really good. Didn't yep. expect it. Yep. I really want to see that. I need to watch it. Uh, and obviously King Arthur, fucking amazing. I thought that was a great fucking movie. <laughs> Sucks, I'm not gonna get more. Dude, he had plans for God, six. I know. That's six what, fucking and movies. That's what's funny is that most of the people complaining about that movie was like, oh, this was left unanswered. This week. yeah, because yeah, he wanted to make five fucking movies. movies. Yeah. Like, who was the chick at the end? Morgan Le Fay or was she Merlin? That would have been a great take on a female Merlin. Yes, I think she was gonna be Merlin. Uh, my hope was that, but the, We're the talking obvious about thing seemed... The chick that was throughout it the whole time, minorly. They never say anything? Did the snake at the end? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah because I, says the snake thing makes you think more Morgan, Morgan exactly, but could have been but Merlin. Charlie Hunnam was a fantastic Arthur. Oh, he was so Fucking good. awesome. And, so and, good. and then once again, was his it style, Ju- like it's a... Jude, Jude Law? Law was, it was pretty good. Yep, absolutely. I thought it was good. Stylist was, was awesome. It was a great movie. I think it was absolutely the best... I think it was the best take on King Arthur we've seen as a movie yet, period. My opinion. And I've seen a lot of them, and there's a lot of them. It's hard for me not to be biased when it comes to these, but his approach was so great. I thought everything was acted well. I thought the story bits yeah, were I hit. Too. Especially knowing that there will be more to come. Yeah, I was excited, man. The prospect and it of more. made decent money. It didn't break the bank, but it no, made but money. It didn't make sequel money. Yeah. No. Unfortunately. Which well, I was about they, to say, it's made fucking sequel money compared to other shit that gets sequel yeah, money. Yeah, true. Jeez. But I don't know why they even greenlit it, to be honest with you, because like yeah. the history of King Arthur movies is terrible in, in box office. Mm-hmm. They do not typically fail more often than It's very difficult. Yeah. And then they tried to do that one, I think, earlier this year or last year, that little kid one. But they did not they do, shit. do well. Yeah, yeah, they're hard to make. Yeah. I don't know. If I was at the studio company, I wouldn't be committing money to it. Nope. I would have given Guy Ritchie like half that budget. They saw Guy Ritchie in the cast, and they're like, fuck it, let's go. Yeah. I'd have given him half that budget. It was, I, don't think, I, didn't, I don't know the budget number, I mean, but I don't think it was crazy. I don't think it was massive, but I mean, you can tell from watching the movie, it had a decent budget. I mean, you have over here fucking Get Out. Uh, our Get Out director Jordan Peele making us for like nine million fucking yeah, right? dollars. Bro, he's making Candyman. We're making Candyman. Yeah, I heard about that. I would be interested. I need to get on my Twilight Zone. That movie didn't terrify me, so I probably it'll be the first one to see it. I'm not I don't watch. Fuck that. No, I'm not watching. I probably won't watch no, it. Not watching yeah. Candyman. No, I'm good. No, nope. I'm good. 
I mean, Get Out and Us are fucking fantastic, but yes, I'm a little bummed when it comes to horror not, movies. Yeah, yeah. Say, they're not scary. So, sorry, they're Jordan Peele. <laughs> they're not scary. <laughs> nah. But anyways, uh, I think, uh, yeah. Here's the crisis fucking sucked. We weren't, yep. we weren't happy. It was terrible. Fucking, oh my God, dude. It's, it leaves an awful taste in your mouth, the ending of Absolutely. it, man. Like it, um, it's, it fucking ruins the story, to be honest, man. It really did. It's, it's really shit. Everything dude. you read up to that point, you're like, oh. Yeah, it's like, really? It's like, it's the Kevin Smith thing. Like, On to the next This one. is what you thought was good? Absolutely. You had nine issues. And this is what you thought this is what was the proper thing read? to do? Okay. This is what you thought we would like? Thanks, Tom King. Yeah. Now we know why you Speaking got kicked which, off Batman. This motherfucker isn't me, right? <laughs> he is getting a Batman Catwoman series to tie it in, but it's coming in like fucking January. And he's helping write the new gods. And he's writing uh, new gods with Ava DuVernay. I'm already not excited. I'm not a fan of Ava DuVernay. I don't think she's a good director. I just, I have not been impressed with her work, right? Sam was overrated. She had, yeah, it's very. She has potential. She has stylistic potential. But you see her last film and you're like, yes. Right. Bro, you, <laughs> you see A Wrinkle in Time, you're like, she should make she fucking should new, make gods. A new gods. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't get it. I think they just want a different voice, right? Which yep. I'm cool with. That's great. You know, mm-hmm. different voices are awesome. <clears throat> Excuse me. But I just don't know about this voice for this movie. I'm, I hope Beyond Hopes you proves me wrong. God, I really I'm all too. about it. I'm going to watch the movie. Absolutely. It's a great story. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's Tom King. He's going to help her write it, which doesn't. Excite me. No. But Tom King's run on things that are not human-based is supposed to be very good. And that are very obscure, like vision. Exactly. Apparently his vision story, I haven't read it, but I his vision somebody, story is apparently really fucking good. I just recently read it and he finished good? it. Uh, he said it was amazing, but then wrapped up like, okay. Oh, man, that like, makes he, me so it was annoyed. good, but I, that's, that's another thing. It's like maybe he's not like, Does Tom King not know how to end shit? Yeah, like, right? Like, Hopefully, like, definitely worth it. It does some crazy awesome Hopefully Ava DuVernay can realize, okay, this is all good, but your ending is trash. So we're going to change that. We're going to do this. We're going to do this instead. And have Darkseid do some shit. Yeah. So I don't know, man. Apparently, he's, he does well with things like that, but he's just not yes. very good at writing humanistic characters, which Heroes in Crisis definitely proved. And I've seen excerpts and read some stuff from his Batman run, and it's not that good. Mm. I'm not a fan of it. Mm. It's what's kept me from wanting to read more. You know me? I'm a big Batman fan. Yep. I just, uh, I'm not interested. Yeah. Uh, garbage. Yep. Anyways, yeah, that fucking sucked. Dark Phoenix was all right, I guess. Fucking, it was good and bad. Yeah. Heroes in Crisis watch. was trash. Yes. Fuck, God. man. Just hate, 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 hate. <laughs> shame. 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 <laughs> Uh, oh man, man! And before we end off here, I would like to give a special thanks to uh, Alpine Frost <laughs> sticking with us. I hope you're still in there, yeah. man. Uh, hashtag Let's get fuck the hashtag Jeff. fuck Jeff up there. Yeah. Let's get him. Fuck him, dude. Let's get him. Fuck that dude. I'm one fan. Alpine Frost. We're back in two weeks. I hit my mic. Yep, you did. Mm.